It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, everybody. It is Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. We are closing out live and alive today at the Southtown location, closing out the month of May for the next couple of days in the Do Good, Feel Good event. Not the first, not the second, not the sixth, not the ninth, the 13th annual Do Good, Feel Good event. I'm Austin Horton here with Josh Goldsmith this morning. Josh, how are you, bud? It's good to have you back on the show. You know, I'm doing really well. I'm happy to be here. It's a beautiful day, and um, uh, it's crazy to believe it's already the end of May. It is insane. How, how many of these uh, do-good, feel-good events have you been a part of? Oh, I've been a part of, this will be my seventh. Wow. Which is hard to believe. Wow. Yeah. So uh, about half of them. <laughs> about about half of them. Yeah, which is which is crazy. It's a little been, more than half. Yeah, it's been really, really cool to be able to kind of see how things have really changed over the last seven years. And, I mean, this event just keeps getting better and better and better. And the amount of good we're able to do within this community just keeps increasing exponentially. A reminder to the listeners what the Do Good, Feel Good event is. Uh, For every new and used car purchased during the month of May at either this location in the Southtown Auto Mall, 10920 South State, or Midtown, 3535 South State. It's hard hard address to remember. Really hard. 3535 South State. Uh, Every new and used car purchased gets $75 donated from Mark Miller Subaru to one of the seven Love Promise charity partners, and you as the customer get to choose which charity gets your donation it's pretty cool it is really cool we, we missed had, it last year we did miss it last year that that weird thing that happened last year we won't talk about it but yeah unfortunately we we <laughs> the were election we uh, were at <laughs> the election there was this other other thing that really didn't make a lot of a lot of headlines but uh yeah we're really excited to be back at it this year and we have some really really incredible partners um we've partnered with westminster college office of um, diversity equity and inclusion the Malinois Foundation, always doing incredible work. Discovery Gateway, the Children's Museum. Fitchery Cover, the Street Dog Crew, who I think is going to be here a little bit later. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get them on and ask them a couple questions, as well as Big Brothers and Big Sisters, as well as Summit Land Conservancy, all of which are just doing incredible work within this within our community, and we're excited to be able to partner with them this year. Yeah, important missions for each and every one of those entities. So if you have been uh, in the market, and a lot of people are, the market is... The, uh, this is the strangest I've ever been or ever seen in the market. But, you know, I missed the recession. I was still in college in, in 08. But this is the strangest time I've ever experienced in the, in the car market. There's so many people that are in the market but aren't sure if they're in the market right now or they really want to be in the market or can't find that right thing. Come down here because, Josh, especially for like a trade-in, a car that you would have traded in a year ago is probably worth more today than a year ago. It's it is the the automotive industry right now is just bonkers. There's really not a whole lot of rhyme or reason to it. But uh, <laughs> if you have a car that you've been looking to get out of, you've been looking to get into something different, but you've you've been buried or you've been worried about what value you're going to get for that car, now is definitely time to ha- come down and have that conversation. And that's because you know the the factories all got shut down with that thing we're not talking about last yep. year, and now we've got microchip shortages and. 
the the supply is not meeting the demand. Yeah. And so you need, as a car business, you need supply to then meet some of the demand, and so then you get a little bit better value on your trade-in. Exactly, and it's and it's crazy because there are so many people. There's so much pent-up consumer demand right now that people over the last year weren't going out and buying stuff, and so now everyone's really excited about it, which just adds adds to the the craziness of it. But yeah, and I'm sure there's still people out there that uh, sacked that uh, stimulus money away into their savings account for a day when they needed to put down a thousand bucks on a new lease or something and now's the time totally. to get it done now's the time and we talk about this uh, low supply but it's not like you guys are out of cars you've got cars it's just maybe you gotta have, be open to inflexible to colors and and uh, models and stuff like that yeah on the new side we're, we're definitely have fewer cars than we would like to have but we're really fortunate to live in a valley where we have so many dealers so close to us that usually if there's some, something close by we're able to get it for people we have a lot of people ordering cars which is always great that way we're able to get them exactly what they're looking for it just takes a little bit longer to come in but we also have an awesome assortment of used cars right now um and we really pride ourselves in bringing in high quality trades that we end up putting through our shop and take really good care of them so that you know that you're getting yourself into a really good situation in a very reliable car yeah i love the phrase new to you uh i have a friend uh, the other day that posted on facebook that his uh, refrigerator broke and he and he said, "I'm looking for a new to us refrigerator." Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's that's a good way of, of thinking about it if it's taken good care of, and that's which the is key. what you guys do here. Yep. Yeah. And that is the key. You make it new to them, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, we've got two separate four packs of bees tickets to give away on the show today. Ooh. One for tomorrow's afternoon game uh, at Smith's Ballpark, and one for Monday's Memorial Day afternoon game as well. So if you want to take the family out uh, and have a good Memorial Day weekend and enjoy some good baseball and some, it's supposed to be some great weather, uh, everyone that calls in today at 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE, we will have a drawing at the end of the show for not only tomorrow's game, not only Monday's game, but also a free oil change from Mark Miller Subaru. <laughs> So there's really no reason not to call. There's no reason not to call. (laughs) You have to have a question, a comment, a story. you got to participate and add to the show. can't just call and get in the the drawing. We take a little bit of blood, uh, and then you get to be in the drawings. But you got to have a little skin in the game. Exactly. 855-340-ZONE. Now, the good thing is you can call in and talk to us about anything. Josh is a huge Utah Jazz fan. So if you're looking for to chew the fat about this series with another Jazz fan, Josh is your guy. 855-340-ZONE. If you have a question about the industry, uh, especially Josh, is your, remind the people what your job is now. Yeah. So like, like second in command or something like that? I don't know, I don't know about that. Lieutenant Josh? I, there you go. I'm going to get my <laughs> some new business cards. Uh, no, so I'm our fixed operations director. So I, b- I bounce back and forth between our two stores. I oversee both of our service departments, our parts departments, as well as our collision center at our Midtown store, and really just make sure that I'm able to support our other managers and our team to make sure that we're providing the best experience for everyone that comes in these doors. What number of uh, jobs is this within the company for you? It, You've had several different I've had, positions. I've had several, and none of them make a whole lot of sense how I got here. <laughs> I still ask myself every day. Um, how did? Where did you start? I started as a marketing intern while I was uh, as at Westminster. As at Westminster, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Started as a marketing intern and 
just never left. <laughs> they can't get rid of you they or can't, you can't get rid of exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah, the like other. a bad itch. It just <laughs> sometimes just never goes away. Sometimes you just decide, you know, this rash is now part of me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right. It's important to just embrace it sometimes. This yeast infection is now a part of my life. <laughs> 855-340-ZONE to be in- entered into those drawings and have some fun with us today. Uh, by the way, speaking of Memorial Day weekend, uh, there's a lot of construction going on in our state that might be news to nobody. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, events. There's a, a drought happening. God. Uh, and I don't know uh, all, all the details about the fire restrictions. And do we even have we ever allowed fireworks over Memor- Memorial Day? It doesn't seem like one of I those think holidays. So. Not that I can think of. Well, John Gleason of UDOT has some suggestions for people who might be traveling uh, around the valleys, uh, around the valleys, around the valley, and and other places in our great state over this holiday weekend. Uh, and he wanted to make sure that we talked about this today. Of course, the I-15, uh, northbound I-15 in Davis County uh, and uh, southbound in Salt Lake County, expect, add about 20 minutes to your drive this weekend. No matter what time you're going, no matter what you're doing, uh, where you're headed, he says add about 20 minutes of cushion uh, to, to begin with. If you're headed south, I-15 near Beaver, the lanes are narrowed for a bridge maintenance project in Beaver. Now, I haven't been through Beaver in a long, 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 long time. Is that the first bridge they're ever getting in the great city of Beaver? You no, know, I didn't know there was a bridge. <laughs> I, th- I think it's obviously what we would refer to as an overpass, but they at UDOT call it a bridge. So I just thought, oh, that's, that'd be a little... Uh, I actually have family who, who live in Beaver. Uh, the greatest water in America for like five straight years. Did really? you know that? In Beaver, that's, Utah. That's the claim. Huh. The, the, there's like some uh, association that comes to different cities around the country and tastes the water. Wow. And Beaver was voted the, the best water for like five, five years running. Uh, the other uh, things uh, that you want to be aware of, I-15 in Clearfield. Lanes are open, but lane splits are in place on both directions of I-15 near Clearfield to help crews work in the median of the freeway. The speed limit is 60 miles per hour in the work zone not 80 nope not 90 nope not 40 nope 60 60 uh and by the way if you're driving north or southbound around clearfield get off and take the surface streets i'm just saying uh it's it's hell up there right now i-84 near morgan the freeway is reduced to one lane in each direction us-40 near jordanelle Two lanes remain open in each direction on the highway, but traffic will be shifted due to the construction of new bridges. Uh, same with Starvation Reservoir, a bunch of things. So if you want to check all these out, there's a neat little uh, uh, checklist at KSL on their app or at KSL.com. But speaking of the holiday, Josh, this is about the time when we see gas prices hit, hopefully, fingers crossed, hit the peak. Fingers crossed. For the summer. Yeah. Uh, we are one of the uh, most expensive places in the country for gas right now and traditionally. Yeah. What, are, what should our uh, listeners be expecting at the pump for the near future? That we, it goes up every summer, right? But this feels a little different to me. Yeah. There's, I mean, you hear all these things of people down in the south that are 
getting pent up and excited and putting gas in, in totes and in plastic bags even down in Florida. And I think there's just an, an overall kind of fear and shortage of, of gas right now. Um, and that's obviously not helping, but we see this every year. It happens all the time. We just, people need to be prepared to roll with the punches. And it's part of summer as people start to get out on the roads. Again, it's your basic supply and demand and just make sure that you take your time and you're not in a rush and yeah, I, it's, it'll all work out. Uh, it's I hate it. I hate it so much. Our dependency on gasoline. Yeah. yeah. But I also hate that uh, in if the electric and hybrid world isn't quite going fast enough for a guy like me to switch over. Yeah. We're getting there. Toyota and Subaru announced that brand new yep. e car coming out next year. Yep. What's the it Sol- called? The, the Solterra. Solterra. Yeah. Sun Earth yep. together. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, and uh, we saw the Lightning from Ford. The yep. F one hundred and fifty last week was revealed. The mileages are still like I heard a I heard an ad this week for a Nissan Leaf, mm-hmm. and it sounded all great and good. And then they said it takes six to eight hours to charge, and it goes two hundred miles at the most. And then yep. you charge it again. It's like that yep. won't do. No, I, I mean that's the really challenging thing. I have a, an uncle that just bought a BMW i three, which is great for around town, but. When we want to go golfing or we want to go skiing somewhere yeah. further away, he he can't he just can't take his car because right. he can't, doesn't have enough room. And again, uh, we're Salt Lake's getting way better about having uh, charging stations readily available, but it's not to the point where you can go anywhere and there'll be and you'll have that support. And that's the issue that we're running into is the infrastructure just isn't quite there yet. We're getting a lot closer. But until that infrastructure is, infrastructure is just readily available, it does add some complications there. Um, oh, my gosh. We have horrible, horrible breaking news Uh-oh. happening right now. Um, God, I, I might get a little emotional because this guy is an, is an incredible person and a legend. Uh, Mark Eaton has died. Oh, my God. Former Utah Jazz Center and two-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Mark Eaton, has died according to a KSL report. He was 64. The cause of his death is still unknown at this point. Um, wow, that's tough. That uh, unexpected. That's that's a, that's ridiculous. Uh, sad, sad to say, and I, I'm heartbroken for his family. Uh, he is an incredible businessman. Yep. He's an incredible basketball player. Yep. He was Rudy Gobert's mentor and yep. nearly best friend here in the state. Yep. And he's just an amazing, accessible person. Did a lot for the community. Did a lot of uh, things very quietly yep. for the community. Yep. And a uh, 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 great public speaker, uh, motivational speaker, an author, uh, a very, very smart, friendly man. Whenever I would text or call, he always had something to offer. Mm. He would stop whatever he was doing or he would readjust his schedule mm. to accommodate. And that wasn't me. That was yeah. anybody. Yeah. If you saw him in the hallways at the arena, you could stop, ask for a picture. He was always gracious, always accommodating. And that is, that takes your breath away a little bit. That, that is a blow. Mark Eaton a big loss. sadly has passed at the age of 64. More on that here on The Zone uh, as, we, uh, as we learn more about it. So pray for, the, pray for the Eaton family, if you would. Absolutely. Okay, um, let's, let's get back to the, the car world uh, for a moment here, Josh. We were talking about gas prices uh, and, and how um, the e-world is just not quite catching up. We're getting there. When do you anticipate 
that E cells and combustion cells will match. Because that's the point where then uh, you see combustion really going away and E taking over, right? Yeah, I, it's, it's a really hard question. We think in a decade? We think in less? I more? I, I would love to say sooner. Yeah. I, I honestly think you're probably looking at about a decade. I think there's a lot of people who, who feel the comfort of a gasoline vehicle. Right, who are going to be very hesitant to switch. Um, I think as the technology continues to get better and better, I think Ford coming out with the electric Ford F one fifty is obviously a huge move in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but I do. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a pretty a pretty good chunk of time, probably a decade, before you really see, even just from a production standpoint, being able to produce that number of electric vehicles amongst all the brands, um, in order to to get to that point where the number of electric vehicles is the same as the number of of gasoline vehicles i I, you're probably looking at about a decade and it will be do you think utah will be one of the last middle or beginners at at change that changeover because given our conservative nature uh overall here in this state i tend to believe we'll be one of the last to let go of the death grip of combustion yeah but I hope that's not the case. I also hope that's not the case. I say, I will. I think the one thing we have going for us is because of how the Salt Lake Valley is built, we are really fortunate, and electric works really well here because you can get everywhere pretty quickly. Right? That's true. It's yeah. not like we're in LA where you have to hope that you have enough battery power to last you an hour just to get into LA and then get back home. Right? That's true. Yeah. And so while we might not have quite the extensive infrastructure of battery chargers and all this other stuff the way that our valley's built you can get a lot of places and run a lot of errands and get around town um without a lot of charge with with very few miles and i think that's one thing that we really do have going for us uh that makes a that will make a big impact so i'm gonna go i'm gonna be a little more more out there and i'm gonna go with we'll be right in the middle of the pack i think that's also why i i I want to see more slash better public transportation around our valley and we're getting there slowly slowly but i I really do think that this valley as you mentioned is built perfectly for commuting Mm -hmm. uh you i mean i live i live 35 minutes door to door from my work because i can totally if i if i lived in la san francisco seattle new york chicago uh, that's you can't do that you've got to live close to work yeah or you're never gonna make it yeah. and so uh but this valley i really the front runner's amazing the tracks are, are great i'd like to see more e-buses more rapid transit mm-hmm. i wish there was more east to west yep rather than just north to south yep and we'll get there but i really think that this valley is set up perfectly for mass or uh, trans or public transportation i should say When's the last time that you took public transit? Because the other problem is, because it's so convenient around the valley, I'm guilty of this. I think yep. most people listening are guilty yep. of this. It's, it's so convenient to yep. just drive. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest, I, again, it's a double-edged sword, <laughs> right? Is it's that it's so hard to justify jumping on a bus or on tracks when it's just as easy to drive. Yeah. Um, when I was in, in high school, I took the bus almost every day to and from school. Um, took UTA, hopped on the 213, really? and just went straight not a, down. Not a school bus. Straight, nope. A public bus. Yep. 
I went to Judge, so we didn't have oh, I we didn't have school buses, but uh, we, I'd jump on the 213, which was right outside of my, my parents' neighborhood growing up, and it would take <laughs> me straight down 13th, and we'd drop down, and it would drop us off right in front of Judge, and we we were in business, and it was, I mean, it was fun. It was, We thought we were super cool at that age, <laughs> getting to go on our own and do our own thing, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But like a, it's been a long time since I've taken public transportation here. You, you grew up in the big city. The big like, city. I yep. took the subway to school. The big yeah. city. Hey, uh, speaking of electric and Ford, they're making another push. So last week we learned about the Ford F-150 Lightning. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going into the scooter world as well. Oh. As though we don't have enough of those. Yep. Screaming around. Of course. Uh, the Ford Motor Co. is considering divesting its electric scooter sharing service, Spin. Oh, divest. Oh, so they already own Spin, apparently Ford does. Oh. The company is working with an advisor to examine strategic options, including a sell or spin-off of the unit. Uh, it, w- it could also look to merge the unit with a special purpose acquisition company. Huh. Ford acquired Spin in 2018. The company operates dockless electric scooters on campuses and cities in North America and Europe. Uh, you've seen these out and about around Salt I think they're the, the green ones, right? They have uh, like a neon green, yeah. yellow-looking stripe Or, or thing. orange. I, yeah. I, I can't Something remember. Something like that. What, lime is green, I think, and, and spin yeah, is orange. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. But it's, they're all the same thing. They're fun. They're I, way I've, fun. I've taken them a few times. Oh, yeah, they're a blast. But the problem is they're not allowed on sidewalks. Which is an issue. So you have to be in the road. <laughs> yeah. And then as people are just renting these. Yep. By the by, the mile or minute yep. or whatever it is, they yep. don't have safety equipment just nope. hanging out with them. Nope. So we've got these people on scooters in the middle of the roads. So. Yeah, I so I have a friend a that one. that is an ER doc uh, up at the U, and as soon as scooters came into this town, the number of <laughs> ER visits from scooter wrecks oh, sure. went up drastically. I'm sure. Drastically. I I, I can't. Uh, they someone walks in, they're like, "Let me guess, a scooter guess. accident? Scooter." And how there's a little bit of hurt pride when you have to go into the ER <laughs> as an adult for because a of a scooter. scooter. Yeah. yeah, it's always a, it's four, a tough pill to swallow. A 48-year-old man walking in, I, I fill on my scooter. That is a tough pill to swallow, <laughs> yeah. All right, it's uh, Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. He's Josh Goldsmith, the fixed operations manager. Yeah. Still don't know what that means, uh, but he's good at it. 855-340-ZONE to be part of the show. Uh, Everyone that calls in and shares a question, a comment, a story with us today is entered into one of our three drawings at the end of the show. Four pack of bees for tomorrow, four pack of bees for Monday, and a free oil change from Mark Miller Subaru. We've got to tell you more about the Do Good, Feel Good event. $75 donated for every new and used car sold now through... May 31st, which, if you look at your calendar, that's Monday. How's that possible? It's impossible, actually. We're halfway through 2021. Uh, not quite. Almost. Well, we come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. <laughs> so we have a few more days it's until true. we're halfway through. It's true. Uh, but you've got seven Love Promise charities that you get to choose. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, you owe it to yourself to come check out uh, Mark Miller Subaru. Not just... Because of their incredible service, the the uh, promise price program and the no pressure uh, situation that that you're in, it is the only time I've ever enjoyed buying a car was with Mark Miller Subaru, and it really should be a fun event. It should be a moment in your life that you celebrate, 
that you look forward to. You save up your money or you take care of yourself. And you're like, it's time for a new car. You should be able to treat yourself without having to fight someone for every nickel and dime and penny in your pocket. Totally. And so they, 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 you guys turned the industry on its head a few, years, a few years back doing that. And so not only for that reason, but also your trade-in has never been more valuable. I promise. It never has been more valuable. And you get to choose from one of these seven Love Promise, chari- or Love Promise Charity Partners to donate $75 of Jeff Miller's money to. So... Just doing a lot of good around here. All makes sense. This is a no-brainer. Uh, if you missed the breaking news, jazz legend uh, Mark Eaton has passed away. No further details as to what caused his death or what happened. Uh, but uh, we're sad at the zone today. We're sad at Mark Miller's Subaru, and I'm sure you are as well. So uh, prayers and good energy out to the Eaton family uh, for a, a life well lived, and he will yeah. be missed. When we come back on the other side... Got to tell you about this hero cop who did something. You always hear these type of stories where one human being somehow lifts an incredible heavy thing to help someone else. Tell you about that. We got to get into what Tesla is saying about their full self-driving predictions or projections, I, I rather I should say. And the electric vehicle delivery vehicle battles Ooh. are raging. We'll get into that and much more. Your calls at 855-340-ZONE. We'll be right back on Utah Car Sense. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Mark Eaton is with us overall this year. Mark, how have you felt about this Jazz team and the way Coach Snyder has them playing? It's been fun to watch. What a run it's been. They've had a little bit of a challenger with injuries, et cetera, the last week or two. But in general, they've really come together as a team. I think that the trust level and, and the rapport between the teammates out on the floor, it's been fun to just see them kind of come together. And I think they'll get through this rough spot. I'm actually kind of glad they're having this rough spot now rather than 10 games from now because it gives them a chance to kind of go through that low, which every team does and kind of rebuild and regroup and build some momentum going into the playoffs there you go Uh, welcome back utah car sense presented by mark miller subaru we are live here at the southtown location 10920 south state come down and see us grab some jazz gear check out what's going on at mark miller subaru for the do good feel good event uh you heard mark eaton's most recent appearance on the big show there that was uh from april uh, the last week of April, and if you missed the news, the sad, terrible news, uh, Mark Eaton has passed uh, at 64. No further details have been uh, reported that I've seen thus far as to what caused his untimely death, but we mourn with the Eaton family today, and uh, Jazz Nation uh, as well, and just the world, because Mark Eaton was a citizen of the world, and he touched uh, a lot of people's lives in many, many different walks of, of uh, life here on this earth. So, uh, rest peacefully, uh, our friend, and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon, hopefully, and your family and, and wrap you in, in our arms. He's Josh Goldsmith to my left. Johnny Lightfoot is teching for us today because he's the tech of the century. He brings me drinks. He, uh, he Shakes your drinks? No, I, I'm not accusing him of that. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but I am wearing half of the drink. Uh, <laughs> On the commercial break, <laughs> Alex Lundberg, who's never done such a, a mean thing to me, is producing for us today at, at back at the Vivint Arena. <laughs> He's, it was his idea, Johnny says. <laughs> uh, 
All right, uh, I've got to tell you about that. Oh, by the way, we've got Beast tickets for tomorrow's game, Monday's game, and an oil change. we got jazz gear. we got all kinds of stuff. So call in, 855-340-ZONE, and you'll be entered into the drawing at the end of the show for those prizes. Josh, let's talk about this body camera footage from uh, Virginia. Now, when you hear police and body camera footage, immediately you go, oh, no, not Uh-oh. again. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. This is a good story. We like those. We love those because nine out of ten is always a good, is a good story, but right. we only hear about the, the one. Yep. Uh, a sheriff's deputy in Virginia is being hailed as a hero after video was shared of him single-handedly lifting an overturned car off of a woman's head as her child screamed for help nearby. Oh, wow. That sounds... That is incredible. That sounds uh, made up. Is what that like in a, should head? be in a movie. The incident occurred May 7th in Gloucester County, Virginia, where Deputy John Holt was responding to a report of an overturned vehicle with an entrapment, according to a statement from the sheriff's office. The video was released by authorities a few days later. The driver was laying mm-hmm. underneath the vehicle uh, with her oops, uh, with her head pinned by the sunroof. Seeing the trauma her child was witnessing, Deputy Jay Holt went into overdrive. Authorities shared a portion of the body camera footage that captured the entire ordeal as the officer can be seen arriving on site in his vehicle before sprinting toward the accident. A child whose identity has been blurred from the video can be seen inside the vehicle crying and pleading with the officer to help their mother. She can't breathe. Please help. The child cries out. Holt can then be heard saying, she's trapped under the vehicle. I can't get it off. Uh, But then... He's heard straining and groaning loudly as he attempts to single-handedly lift the car off of the woman, quote, through sheer will and determination due to fearing the female may succumb to her circumstance in front of her panic-stricken child. Deputy Jay Holt took quick action, was able to physically lift the vehicle up enough for the driver to maneuver her head out to safety. Wow. Did you say his last name is Holt or Holt. Hulk? Holt. Yeah, right, right, right. Because <laughs> it, it's deputy. It may Hulk be time now. to change his last name. That's a good point. That's a that's a great point. Uh, I can't tell what kind of vehicle it is, but it doesn't matter if it's if it were a smart. It could car. be a smart car. Yeah, and I would be impressed. It's and this woman lived and wow. is going to make a full recovery. Wow. And, and just an incredible, incredible moment. And so a tip of the cap and a. Great thanks to Deputy J. Holt Hulk of Gloucester County, uh, Virginia. He did it two-handed. <laughs> well, by himself, single-handedly, Johnny Lightfoot. He's over here holding us accountable. I appreciate it. You being it. Gordon Monts in the rain cloud on a great story. <laughs> oh, did he do it one-handed? Well, if not, it's not really single-handed. Now I'm thinking he definitely it? shook your coke. <laughs> Uh, there's, we've heard, we've talked about the chip shortage for several weeks now on the show. Yeah. We haven't gotten your, uh, thoughts and feelings on this, Josh, because we shared a story. Roger Parkin and I were talking about this Bloomberg news interview they did with one of the three biggest chip providers in the world, uh, global found global something. And the CEO of that company didn't mince words. He said the auto industry kind of did this to itself by yeah. shell, he, what he calls shelf buying the chips. Mm-hmm. Cell phone companies, laptop companies, what they do is they have these chips stored 
and purchased and designed hand in hand with their own plans for years ahead of the release. So, the, like iPhone 20 is probably already got its chip somewhere yep. in a warehouse. Yep. The car industry builds the car and then buys the chips. And so he's saying the industry kind of did this to itself. It was only a matter of time before this happens. What do you feel about those words, and what do you think the future holds in that regard, Josh? Yeah, you know, I the automotive industry is a really interesting world where we all share a lot of very similar parts. A lot of people are under the impression that Subaru makes every single part on the car. But there's a lot of parts on every car out there that are made by another company, your airbags, your chips, a lot of head units. And I, it causes problems, right? And we're seeing it right now where you have a couple of these companies who have now had issues producing these chips and now everyone's affected, right? It affects the entire industry because we rely so heavily on it. And to that point about kind of that shelf buying, I do think you'll see a change where the chip will become a more important part of the process rather than somewhat of an afterthought where we're designing that chip for that car ahead of time yeah, and making sure that we have the inventory and the supply to make sure that we have enough rather than calling up the chip company and saying, hey, hope you guys have 10,000 of these chips because we need them. Yeah, right, um, exactly. We'll take another order. I think you will start to see that, that change a little bit. Um, but, I mean, this has had massive ramifications across the entire automotive industry. My mom's family is from just outside of Rockford, Illinois. There's a Chrysler plant there, and they have been closed for a month just because there are making, no chips. Yeah, yeah. There are no chips. There are parking lots full of cars just waiting for chips. And it is, I mean, it's crazy, the massive impact that it has. I saw a picture and video of the Louisville uh, Speedway, mm-hmm. and it's filled. The infield, the track, the parking yep. lot is filled with F-Series trucks. Yep. That are ready to go except for microchips. Yeah. Uh, computer chips. Yeah. It's it's insane, especially given the demand for new vehicles right now, mm-hmm. uh, that we have all these new vehicles that we can't give to people because they don't work. Right. The chips are amazing. They make cars so cool, and they make it so convenient and so, uh, I don't know about easy for technicians, but everything runs on a computer chip. Yep. And uh, which is a great thing until you don't have computer chips. Until you don't have, it's right. It's one of those things until you realize you don't have something that you take it for granted. Has it hit the industry hard enough that you think uh, not only will they change the way they go about this, but do you anticipate maybe uh, some of these car companies getting into the chip making business themselves? I think you may see it down the road a okay. little bit where the, where Ford's making their own specialty chip and they're, they've figured out how to do it in-house. The tough thing is you have these companies and they say, we're good at building cars, right? We're not good at building chips. We're going to let yeah. someone else build the chip. And getting to a point where you're able to produce a chip, and a chip sounds really pretty simple, right? But these chips control the entire car, mm-hmm. every aspect of it. And so... There's a lot of R&D, a lot of time, a lot of money that goes into that. And I think you may see other chip companies emerge that, that focus specifically on building chips. I don't know if you'll necessarily, necessarily see an automotive company create their own chip. Yeah, the Honda microchip. Yeah. The Subaru microchip. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I think in the near future you're right. I would wonder about down the road, especially as everyone 
especially as uh, e-cars get to be more and more the norm, mm-hmm. we got it. We're going to see battery changes for sure. Yep. Uh, in charging, you're going to have to. And yeah, but I also think that uh, a guy like Elon Musk might look into making some chips along the way too. Yeah, and I and I think you look at Apple's a really great example of it, right? They've completely focused on making their own chips. They're also a tech company. That's what they're really good at. True. Um, but you see the benefits. I mean, the benefits of having your own chip that you have designed from the ground up is exponential, right? Yeah. I mean, there are so many benefits that Apple has because of that. It's huge. And so are there benefits to Subaru saying, oh, we're going to make our own chip, an A1 chip like Apple has? Absolutely. It just depends on whether or not that is a rabbit hole that they choose they want to go down. Yeah. Hey, 855-340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show. In fact, uh, let's open it up. If you've got thoughts, memories, stories about Mark Eaton, we would love to use this space today to hear from you and celebrate the life of a great man. 855-340-ZONE. Josh, while we're on the topic of shortages, I missed the seat foam shortage. The what? The seat foam shortage. Did you hear about that? I was unaware that there was a seat foam shortage. Apparently there was. It seems to have been resolved, according to uh, this article on Kelly Blue Book. Uh, There's now a shortage of rental cars, which is making rental car prices brutal. Ridiculous. I've got a friend going to the D.C. area in the next coming weeks that his hotel is cheaper than his rental car. Yeah. (laughs) It's insane. I'm going up to Big Sky in July for a work trip. Which is not Big Sky's heavy tourist time, yeah. right? And a rental car, it's an hour away from the airport, so I was going to see what a rental car would cost. What would you guess for, for just the daily rate? In Big Sky, Montana? Rate. In Big Sky, Montana. For like the economy? Just Ford entry or level. Yep. Oh, golf. Uh, Basic. I would guess 160 a day. 290. <laughs> so stupid. It is so more dumb. than the hotel. That's Yeah, right. More it, than the flight. It is absurd. And here we are needing people to travel yep. for the economy, for yep. the mental health of yep. everybody. We need to get out there and get going and, and get back and travel and see some things and relax and unplug. Mm-hmm. And we might be able to afford the hotel. We might be able to afford the airfare, but we can't reconcile 300 bucks a day for a rental car. Well, so here's a crazy story for you. We have a, a good family friend who lives in Tennessee, is coming out here for two weeks, is looking at buying an Ascent. And is considering flying out here, buying his ascent here so that he has a car here, can drive it for two weeks, and driving it back to Tennessee because that will be cheaper than buying his ascent in Tennessee and having to rent a car here for two weeks. Wow. Wow. That, that's where we're at. That's where in we're the at. rental world. And you guys have a rental uh, we do. side of your business as well. We do. Which, you know, your, your friend you're talking about, he could hypothetically fly out here rent an ascent from you for a few days and see if he actually does want an ascent. Yeah, and I'm, we may not be able to get him ascent by the time he's ready to come <laughs> out here, right. so he may be renting <laughs> one from us. But we do. We have two um, fairly sizable rental fleets at both our Midtown and our Southtown store um, that is open to the public for however long you want to do it. We have daily rentals, weekly rentals, monthly rentals, um, a couple month rentals, uh, and we really do. We, we, we aren't jacking up prices like the rest of the industry. And we recognize the fact that people need to travel and it needs to be accessible. And um, they're really yeah. great cars, and especially out here during the winter. It's really nice to have a Subaru with all-wheel drive as you're going up into the mountains. For so. sure. And I like the idea of, uh, of a family 
that's in the market for, say, an Ascent or a Forester or, or an Outback or whatever, I like the idea of them renting it for a weekend. Yeah. Seeing how it fits in the garage. Yep. Seeing how the kids' bikes fit totally. around it in the garage. Seeing how the kids fit together in their car seats or whatever, in their booster yeah. seats in the, in the car. Seeing how you like the tech and then deciding, okay, yeah, this is the car we need or want. Yeah, we encourage a lot of people to do that. We have um, one of the really cool things about that program is it allows us to do long-term, long-term test drives, right? Where you can only get so much out of a car in 30 minutes. Right. And to really get a good feel for it, really get a good idea if it's going to fit your family and your needs. And so by having this rental program, we have every model in it. And so it really allows people to, exactly what you said, put it in the garage, drive it to soccer practice, drive the kids to school. And whatever you spend on that rental time, if you end up buying a vehicle from us, we take that off the price of the car. So really it's sixes, but one of our main focuses in in every transaction we have is making sure that we're finding the car that's best for you and your family. And if that means you need to drive something for three to four days to make sure that it's the right fit, great. Let's make sure we get that happen. We make that happen. He's Josh Goldsmith here at Mark Miller Subaru in the Southtown location, 10920 South State. We've got Jazz Gear on hand here. Come in, check out what's going on with the Do Good, Feel Good event. Choose one of your Love Promise charities uh, to donate $75 to on the purchase of your new or used vehicle now through Monday. And uh, we'll, we'll get into more of that here in the coming minutes. But 855-340-ZONE. Uh, our friend Austin Facer, formerly of The Zone, now with uh, This is the Play Sports and ABC for Utah, he's called in to talk about his memories and stories about the great Mark Eaton, who sadly has passed at the age of 64. Austin, Bert, as we uh, lovingly refer to you, what, what's going on, man? What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it just seems really poetic that we're talking about Mark during your show. Uh, did you guys share his origin story on the air today? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty fascinating. I was doing research for uh, David Locke a few years ago, and I figured this out. Um, apparently, Mark Eaton was discovered while he was working as a car mechanic in, like, Anaheim or something. Hmm. When he was, like, uh, like kind of older, like in his early 20s. Really? Apparently, he was, like, working... Yeah, he was working as a car mechanic in, in Anaheim. And I guess, like, a basketball coach at Cypress College or something, uh, you know, saw him working there. And was like, who the heck are you? You know, and, you know, obviously they struck up a conversation. He ended up going to Cyprus for like a year or so and then went to UCLA and uh, the rest huh. is history. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's he, he, my memory of Mark is just, you know, always seeing him at jazz games. And he was always super gracious to, to fans and more than willing to have his photograph taken. I'm, I'm sure it got old, like, secretly in his mind, but sure, yeah. he never projected that. He was always super kind and gracious, and mm. oh, it's really it's really hard hard, uh, hard news today. Yep, for sure. Hey, thanks for sharing that with us. That's It sure. makes complete sense when I picture Mark in my mind. I can see him doing something uh, along the lines of getting his hands dirty and, and you know, getting up to his elbows in grease, helping someone get their car fixed. It fits his personality exactly. Thanks, Austin. At seven four, that must it's a it's a <laughs> lot of height to fit underneath a car. I don't care how high your lifts go. He was a monster that truck is, mechanic. That, is, <laughs> that was would probably be the industry for him. <laughs> that 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 basketball coach walks in. He's like probably really mad that he's got to get his oil changed. I don't have time uh-huh. for this nonsense. Yeah, I got it. And then he sees Mark. Good he's things like, happen. Get me a phone right now. Oh, my gosh. We've got, we've got yeah. our starting this center. This guy is in the wrong industry. Have you heard about the tire shortage? Yeah. 
Okay, I have this is news to me. There's rubber shortages now. Every there's How? a shortage of everything, what Austin. <laughs> everything. It really is. You name it, there's if, probably a shortage. If you're into shortages, this is your time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Now, what what why? Who? When? A, a rubber tree? We don't have enough rubber trees? You know, I'm not rubber entirely Rubber comes from trees? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently, I mean, that's, isn't there a song that's like from the rubber tree plant? I've never heard of it. I think there is. I'm going to find it. It says a rubber tree starts producing about seven years after being planted. Increasing the global supply of rubber trees is not a quick process. Yeah. It says it's the shortage is currently a, is not currently a crisis. Uh, Bloomberg says that General Motors says it isn't worried about its rubber supply. France's Michelin, one of the world's largest tire makers, is skirting port congestion by using air freight shipments direct from Asia. So apparently this is all tied into, yes, we're running out of rubber, yep. but also it's being stuck on the supply chain. Yeah. What car and driver is saying is don't start hoarding tires yet, right? You can <laughs> stick to your toilet paper. You can stick to your gasoline. But don't start hoarding tires yet. But um, with higher tire, there's been a big kind of jump in tire demand from China. Um, but then COVID restrictions have also affected rubber tree planting. Hmm. Uh, who would have guessed? Uh, mm-hmm. And a lack of shipping containers are just creating the global potential of trouble. Um, and so, again, it's that trickle-down effect of one one thing, the shortage of inability to plant rubber trees, and <laughs> it it has a nasty effect on us. Even um, though it takes seven years for yeah, one rubber tree. To, but still, yeah. uh, I wonder if... I guess this is a gr- another great time. If you've got old tires laying around, take them into a recycling plant and, and see yep. if you can get some cash yep. for them. Yeah. This might be the time to do that. Yeah, we recycle all the tires that we, we replace on, on, on individuals' and customers' tires um, on their vehicles. We recycle. We have a company that comes and picks up all the tires, and we go through a lot of tires. Um, and they, imagine, they turn yeah. it into a number of products. One of the really cool ones is they turn it into a uh, playground bark. Um, they they clean it up and and make that that rubber material to yeah that makes soften it the fall bouncy right? for the yeah. child falling off yep. the, the big toy <laughs> exactly uh, rather than we we had uh, at our high school football field it had you had those rubber pellets that would fly up out of the mm-hmm. out of the turf yep uh, so it's it's all kinds of stuff you make uh, trampolines all kinds of stuff that, yeah. that you use uh, rubber for so now we've turned into a uh, how it's made infomercial about rubber all yep. of a sudden. But it's the the NBA needs rubber more than any other industry for their shoes, their basketballs, everything. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, Tesla has been pounding its chest proudly for a couple years, saying they do that, that often that they would have full self-driving technology by the end of 2021, even though they already call their car autopilot. Yeah, which is really interesting because they also just announced that on their lower price their more entry-level priced vehicles they're going to be removing the radar that really allows that to be effective and moving towards a camera-based system which it'll be interesting to see what what that how that shakes out and how that happens but why are they doing that i think a big part of it's a cost yeah Mm -hmm. and i think they're trying to create different different market values as well uh and uh so the uh, but Tesla is uh, said that by the end of 2021 they'd have full self-driving technology. Well, Elon Musk said during an earnings conference call 
uh, or in January that he was highly confident it would be done this year. Update is he's like, uh, sorry, uh, Tesla indicated that Elon is extrapolating on the rates of improvement when speaking about L5 capabilities. Tesla couldn't say if the rate of improvement would make it to L5 by end of calendar year. Uh, level five being the full autonomous uh, technology. There's five levels. Yeah. Five being yeah. you don't have to. You can sit in the back seat and watch Harry Potter. I very much appreciate Elon's passion and excitement for what he does, but I think there's times where he gets a little overly excited. Yeah, they're in L2 <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's a big jump. And it's, it's a not big jump. Going from L2 to L5 isn't just. A, a couple steps. Let's it sounds a like couple cameras steps. on. No, it's, yeah, it's a long way away still. There's a lot of work to be done. But he is a he's a shrewd businessman. Yep. He knows how to make his yeah. stocks rise he, and he fall. He does. But, uh, yep. So anyway, there's some, some Tesla news uh, for you there. Eight five five three four zero zone. We are continuing to gather more information about the untimely and unexpected passing of uh, Mark Eaton. Today, at the age of 64, uh, Johnny just shared a story uh, with me that says he went for a bike ride, which he did all the time. Oh, all the, He and Rudy Gobert went on several bike rides a year together. He talked mm. about that and his most recent visit with uh, the big show. He went on a bike ride Friday night and never returned. Uh, authorities are saying foul play is not expected, suspected uh, in his death, and so... Uh, but th- th- there's uh, some more details coming out. 855-340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show and uh, be entered into the drawing for some bees tickets for tomorrow's game, Monday's game, or even an oil change. Right now, Austin Facer wins one of those. So uh, call in and compete with Austin Facer. 855-340-ZONE. Uh, we talked about the rapid transit that I'd like to see coming uh, to the Valley, Josh. We'll get into that in hour two. Yeah. Sticker shock, we touched on briefly. Uh, we need to get your thoughts on that. The ex-UAW president, who was stealing the union's money, got sentenced. Scandalous. Uh, and I got to read you a quote that he shared that just... I, couldn't, I didn't think I could be more angry at the guy. And then he said this at his sentencing hearing. So we'll get into that and more. We'll look forward to visiting with uh, Margie from Street Dog Crew uh, uh, right here on, on uh, the, the Utah Car Sense as we continue the Do Good, Feel Good event now through Monday. $75 donated to one of our seven Love Promise charity partners for every new and used car sold here at Mark Miller Subaru. Come on down. Say hi to Johnny. Get some uh, uh, jazz gear. Check out what's going on at uh, Utah Car Sense with Mark Miller Subaru. Johnny will give you an autograph. You can, he can bring a Sharpie. He'll autograph your forearm. You can then go to the tattoo parlor. They'll tattoo that autograph on you permanently. Just uh, not, don't ask what he's writing. He gets, to, he gets to choose what he writes. That's the rule. That signature so, is going to be worth something someday. You can get his signature, but it may not be his name. <laughs> it's, right. it's a gamble. 855-340-ZONE. More next here on Utah Car Sense.